This is TechCrunch. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out the Hustle Daily Show. More than 3 million young professionals read the Hustle Daily's email for its irreverent and informative takes on business and tech news. Now they have a daily podcast called the Hustle Daily Show, where their team of writers break down the biggest business headlines in 10 minutes or less and explain why you should care about them. They'll also do deep dives on topics like why it's nearly impossible to buy an original Bob Ross painting. I recommend the show about a university that's using a hologram of Albert Einstein to teach science. Search for The Hustle Daily Show in your favorite podcast app. This is TechCrunch. Hands-on with Walmart's new but buggy text-to-shop feature by Sarah Perez. Walmart recently introduced a new way to shop via text. Last month, the retail giant launched its text-to-shop experience, which allows mobile consumers across both iOS and Android devices to text Walmart the items they want to purchase from either their local stores or walmart.com or easily reorder items for pickup, delivery, or shipping. However, the chat experience as it stands today does not come across as fully baked, our tests found. The chatbot said confusing things, and the user interface at times was difficult to navigate, despite aiming to be a simpler, text-based shopping experience. Conversational commerce or shopping via text is an area that's been seeing increased investment over the past couple of years, with numerous startups entering the market. Walmart, too, has connections with this space as its former head of U.S. e-commerce, Mark Laurie, backed a conversational commerce startup, Wizard. And Walmart itself acquired assets from a design tool called Botmock, which had built technology that allowed companies to design, prototype, test, and deploy conversational commerce applications. The new text-to-shop feature, meanwhile, was built in-house using internal IP in partnership with Walmart's global tech team and was tested with customers ahead of its launch. The beta version was available for around a year's time before December's public debut, but had only been accessible on an invite-only basis. At launch, the text-to-shop feature allows customers to shop Walmart's entire assortment via chat, whether that's your weekly grocery order from a nearby store or an e-commerce order you want shipped to your home. Customers more recently began receiving emails to alert them to the fact that text-to-shop was newly available, which prompted our tests. The feature was also highlighted in Apple's announcement of its new Apple Business Connect dashboard, which allows businesses to manage and update their information on Apple Maps. Here, Walmart partnered with Apple, so customers who visit the Walmart business listing card on Apple Maps could tap on a Message Us button to get started with a text-to-shop session. In theory, chat-based shopping is supposed to simplify online shopping by bringing it into a more familiar texting interface. But in practice, Walmart's chatbot made some missteps when we tried it, making for a more cumbersome experience compared with a traditional order placed through the Walmart website or app. The initial steps in getting started with text-to-shop was easy, however, as you just sign into your Walmart account and agree to its terms. The bot then sends you a helpful introduction and some tips on how the system works. It tells you that you can just type in the names of items you want, like Great Value Oatmeal, and explains how to set your local store, among other things. But already it was clear the system would have a few quirks, as it informed you that items you typed in single quotes would serve as commands. For example, typing reorder with quotes would allow you to buy things again. This seemed like an odd requirement given that the word reorder wouldn't likely match a product a customer wanted to buy through text-based shopping, or at least it should be assumed that a text with that word is a command. 
Plus, it puts an unnecessary burden on the end user at a time when they've just started trying to learn a new system. In my tests, I ordered a few basic items like milk, eggs, bread, and water. The system didn't immediately warn me that I had lingering items in my cart from an online order I had abandoned weeks ago. The system also doesn't prompt you upon your first text to choose whether you want to start an order for delivery, pickup, or shipping. Instead, it returns a selection of options that match your request. But the way it did so was confusing. In my test, I typed 2% milk and it responded twice with possible options. Okay, 2% milk, three choices coming down, the bot said, followed by a link that takes you to a list. But then it replied again, these are the closest options I found for 2% milk, and offered another list. After picking an item, you're instructed to select one of these options next, which offered choices like search for pickup, search for shipping, or search for delivery. It would seem that asking the customer how they were shopping should have been the first step, especially if product availability varies by order type. In this test, I chose delivery. That's when the bot texted me that I now had six things in my cart, a surprise since I hadn't remembered my earlier abandoned choices. That one was on me though, I admitted. I tapped view cart to delete the week's old selections. The bot didn't immediately display the cart. Instead, it responds with your item count and total. You then have to tap a link that follows to view the cart, which pops up in another screen. I expected this to operate like a web version of a Walmart checkout page. The screen was missing obvious tools to delete items or change the quantities, which you would normally find on an e-commerce shopping cart page. In fact, the interface instructs you to tap to view, select, or remove, but presents radio buttons to tap, and then a send button at the bottom to, well, I don't know. How would it know if I was instructing it to show me the item or remove it, I wondered? And why would I even need to view the item elsewhere when its full name, photo, quantity, and price are shown here? Still, I tapped send to remove the old items, which were not the newly added milk, only to be returned to the main chat screen where I was informed, inaccurately, okay, all milk taken out. Now my cart had five things, it said. It had only removed one of my selections. I tried again, tapping the other five items to be removed, and again the bot responded, okay, all milk taken out. In reality, the milk was the only item that remained. The bot was wrong. Now, with only the milk remaining, despite the text to the contrary, the bot asked me what I wanted to do next, maybe view cart or checkout? This is a very dumb bot, I thought. Does anyone get just milk delivered and nothing else? I wasn't ready for that, so I tried another query. Eggs, I typed. The bot only returned three choices, all Walmart brand large white eggs but in different sizes. Odd, since I know Walmart, like most retailers, has a much larger egg selection. Organic eggs, I texted, hoping for better egg options. This worked, and I added Pete and Jerry's eggs to the cart without hassle. The bot now updated me on my total. My cart had two items, milk and eggs, and my subtotal was $10.40. I'm not sure it's a good idea to tell the customer the running price if they don't ask. Yikes. Then I tried something to intentionally confuse the system. Knowing that end users often don't play by the script, I scrolled back up to tap pickup instead of delivery. This is the kind of thing a customer might do if they think choosing pickup would offer them a different selection of eggs. But the bot didn't make that logical leap, asking, sure, what product would you like to search for pickup? Never mind, I texted. No problem, talk to you later, the bot replied. I then went to add the next item on my list, LaCroix, I texted. 
These are the closest options I found for LaCroix organic eggs for pickup, the bot answered. Uh, what? I had clearly confused this bot quite a lot, it seems. It texts me a list to view and asks me to select the delivery method, and then texted the list again. It only returned three LaCroix options to choose from. A search in the Walmart app returned ten, however. This system isn't useful at all, apparently, unless you enter a very specific choice. That realization made me dread my next item, bread. I didn't have a brand in mind, as I usually browse and look for sales on favorite types and brands. I asked for multigrain bread, and I only have three options shown to me, alongside another message telling me I can search for pickup or shipping. I understand now these delivery choices are apparently texted every time you request an item, rather than the system building you a card for a particular delivery method. I didn't tap these options because I was going to have the items delivered. Checkout, I then texted, without the single quotes, just like an everyday user would likely do, having forgotten the earlier command syntax that involved using quotes. And it worked. You could then select to view the cart or checkout, and through a separate screen you could book a delivery time. So you didn't need the quotes? There were other odd user interface choices here as well, though. For instance, this screen embedded in the text version of this article presented you with an option to change the quantity of the selected items when earlier that wasn't possible. I tapped the change quantity button as I'm now rethinking those expensive eggs. This sent an automated command to which the system replied, can you please rephrase that? I wonder if some of the issues with the bot are because it didn't know my local store somehow, even though this is already configured under my Walmart account, which I had authenticated with to start. Set store, I typed, even using the single quote format. The bot told me to choose my location and texted me two options. Both were my home street address without the house number. Both were identical options. At this point, it felt like the process of ordering a few basic things has become an ordeal and has taken a lot longer than the traditional method of searching in Walmart's app and adding things to the cart. If conversational commerce like this is the future, I'd say this is very much still a work in progress. I abandoned the cart and didn't complete the order. When I asked Walmart about some of the issues I encountered, wondering if this was all still a beta test, a spokesperson said the company would continue to refine and optimize text the shop to ensure we're providing the best experience possible for our customers. Let's hope. Spoken Layer Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts. 